When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He is known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. And without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. Happy Friday. I hope everyone's having a good day. The weekend's coming up. This whole week just blew by super quick. Uh, We're still trying to get kinks worked out in the show and all that uh we're gonna have marshall masters with us here in a few minutes and um we're gonna pretty much talk about current events uh what's going on in the in the u.s what's going on in the world the overall overarching uh global picture uh and and get into just about anything and everything i'm also going to open up the call lines because i know people want to talk to marshall and the second half of the show uh in the second half hour we uh marshall is going to be talking about media censorship and what he plans to do to overcome that and talk a little bit about uh yowza so um aaron cole is with us bethany is with us um and we uh i know like the show's been a little bit rugged here and there but we're you know um it was only basically the first week uh went by we're in episode like number nine now the state of the nation i titled it because we're going to just kind of get into things that are going on but i wanted to hit on a couple uh things real quick uh i tweeted something out uh yesterday and you know, Kevin on Twitter sent me over some, some, uh, articles and berserker survival sent over some stuff into the chat the other day. And I forgot to talk about it, but you know, they're finding all sorts of like human parts and McDonald's, um, French fries in their McMuffins, their burgers, human DNA, uh, human teeth. Um, it's almost like unbelievable. And it makes you wonder like, okay, so really is this like, just a factory like problem, like some random like guys like tooth fall out, like they got a tweaker in the factory or something and his like tooth just falls out into the sausage patty. Or does, um, you know, are they like actually grinding people up? There's this other meme I tweeted out. It's literally just a picture of McDonald's and under the McDonald's sign, McDonald's themselves put, you know, our secret ingredient is our people. Um, so it makes you wonder, Soylent Green, does it live? Uh, I don't know. Bethany, uh, what do you think about this whole Soylent Green thing? Because I know you like that uh, Beyond Meat shit. Well, apparently they're targeting everybody, whether you eat, whether you're carnivore or herbivore, apparently. Uh, I think it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, I mean, I like your comment about let's hope it's just a tweaker whose tooth fell out. Could you imagine? Yeah, like, patty, I, I mean, surely I'd feel better if that happened. At least I would know, you know, uh, they weren't grinding people up and all that. Aaron, you, well, you ever get yourself some Soylent Green down there in Texas? 
No, we eat straight brisket down here, buddy, with some barbecue sauce. Uh, I cook it myself. They tell me it's brisket, but it could be human side. I don't know. I'm I'm praying to God I'm eating beef, baby. Well, we're going to bring author and researcher Marshall Masters on. He's a good friend of the show. Um, He's covered everything under the gambit. Planet X is a specialty survival, uh, survival structures. uh, And, you know, he's going to be talking about Yowza. His website, the links are in the description. Marshall, welcome back to the show. Hey. Good to be back. In about uh, yeah. Texas, I lived in Texas for 10 years. You only talk about three things in Texas. Football, barbecue, and secession. That's it. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. That's Their barbecue is good. That's all I it's, know. I miss that barbecue. Uh, especially roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Marshall, have you got yourself some Soylent Green lately? Because McDonald's, uh, you know, they got uh, human teeth in the meat patties and french fries in Japan. And uh, I think Health Ranger was talking about it before. They found, like, human DNA. They found silicone in the chicken nuggets. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that Soylent Green? Yeah, it's soiling green. It's like, <laughs> you know, they got so much fillers in their meat. You don't know. I mean, you want a hamburger. I, when I want a hamburger and I'm going to go fast food hamburger, I'll go to Wendy's. Yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're pretty decent. It's the same meat we buy at the store. Of course, but Wendy's. McDonald's. Uh, remember, they, you know, they had that rumor Wendy's made worm burgers. That, that made me not want them back when I was a kid. It was like a thing going around. <laughs> Where's the beef? Yeah, those commercials were good. That old lady. Yeah, that was a really great commercial. Where's the beef? (laughs) You know, it takes me back to a time. I'm what you know. Have you guys noticed that when we want to actually enjoy a film and have an entertaining evening and come away feeling good, we got to see something done in the '80s or the '90s? Yeah, no, they don't make anything good anymore. Uh, whether it's food, film, anything, it's just uh, total total garbage. That's why we yeah. decided to travel back in time to do this radio show. We're back in the '70s. <laughs> gosh, in the '70s, <laughs> we could just let it all hang out. You know, people could just say what they wanted to say, and now you never know when you're going to step on a. Uh, you know, a woke bouncing Betty. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Hey, boom! Hey, That's it. You're singing soprano for the rest of your life. <laughs> did you all hear about this air scare? Uh, this is out of the the U.S. Sun. They're talking about U.S. flight warning: air travel becoming unsafe. Claims because of huge shortage of pilots. Um, and they're they're just it's kind of like it's weird it's like almost like they're causing fear like don't fly you know um and i i just briefly saw this and they were talking about cancellations and all this stuff and i was i started thinking again well like what would be the reasons like they don't want people to fly like and and you know the fuel costs and all this stuff's going on and people aren't flying because of costs of tickets but it also seems orchestrated does anyone else think this is orchestrated it just seems odd to me no it's not odd it's orchestrated they're going to pinch points uh, I follow uh, a friend of mine is a retired trucker. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting what I get from him. Now, there's two things they've hit pinch points. What, they, what they've done with fuels is they don't have to cut off the fuels. They have it set up so all they have to do is cut out the additives. All right. For example, uh, for about a decade, truckers have required a special fluid at the truck stops that is used for the emission systems, all right? And um, the that emission fluid, there's five companies that run all of the truck stops in the country, mostly. Mm-hmm. Four of them are major corporations, and, and uh, the fifth is called Pilot, and they're an independent. And the uh, independent pilot just got a notice that their supply of this is cut in half. 
and they service 20% of the truckers in the country, which means now the truckers have 10% less fuel available. Right. That's a pinch. But on top of that, there's another additive that they went in. Uh, motor oils for our cars are different from the motor oils for diesel trucks. And there are very, there's a very specific set of additives for diesel oil, lubricating oil. And the, uh, by the way, I, I'm hearing a lot of choppy something coming in. That's your, I think that's your um, Skype connection. It's cutting in and out. Oh, it's cutting in and out? Yeah. All right. Um, so what is, this other thing is that it is an additive that's required for uh, the motor oils that are used in the diesel trucks. Yeah. There's only two companies in the world that makes it, and both of them have announced that there's no more of it until next year, and they're citing force majeure, which means it's an act of God or an act of government, mm -hmm. and it's preventing them from providing the supply. So they're being forced to shut down the supply, and they're saying with force majeure, they're not coming out and saying we can't get this, we can't get that, there's not enough people, nobody wants to show up to work or any of that. Uh, the demand for those products is voluminous. Right. So this is a pinch point, and that's what they're doing is they're going out, hitting all these pinch points to crash the economy. Well, that's their M.O., you know, uh, they got it all planned out. And then, you know, they talk about this great reset. It's like a, a Davos, like World Bank talk, too. And I started thinking about it. And, you know, theoretically, that could all be talk based on what they know is coming or or um, we talked about it before, like the continuity of government situation we're in or a possible like mud flood event or um, passing of a planet or some type of disruption. But it's it's odd. Like, of course, like the elite, the global elite, they could orchestrate like a, a um, financial reset. They could, uh, you know, pretty much do anything like that they want. but. Also, I think they would seize an opportune time to do it and maybe even plan such a thing just because of how they know the state of not only the nation, but like the world is sitting in. Did you see um, in the news they're talking about these new out outbreaks of um, what is it? Litheria? Bethany, I think they were saying. Listeria. Oh, Listeria. Listeria. Yeah, Listeria. Mm hmm. Yeah, what I mean, they were talking about like it's made it in a different states. It's like some bacteria that gets in the food or something or what? Yeah, it apparently is tracing back to Florida. It seems it's been in many states, um, Georgia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, a couple others. Um, I think 10 different states, actually, it said. But they're tracing it back to Florida, which I find a little ironic. Well, um, yeah, that, you know, that's weird too. Also, Georgia, uh, has that CDC in it and everything, but, um, I like, I wonder what their game plan is because I, I think I, uh, sent Aaron these over Marshall. Did you get a chance to, or did you come across the, um, the new, it's almost like a new event 201 type scenario. It, I forget the name escapes me right now. I don't have it pulled up for the show, but there's this um, uh, documentation that goes along with this event and there's this timeline and they're also talking about like the monkey pox and it was like this perfect timeline where they had it worked out to war game it supposedly, but it started coinciding with the timeline in our actual news cycle. And then it makes mm -hmm. you wonder if they've lined out like a new event 201 for like monkeypox, or maybe now they've switched it up to the, the new one. Well, they're always, they're doing everything. Okay. And what I want to say is that as long as we're talking about their power, they hold power. We have to start talking about our power. And there's, they've got all kinds of stuff they're going to hit us with. 
what I'd like to do is to um, this is a, it's the chef. It's really hard for me. Should I just call break this call and come back in? Because I'm hearing yeah. all this choppy feedback. Yeah, it sounds like I don't know. It sounds like your connection, like for some uh, my reason, connection is stable. Um, I just yeah. Try try to drop out and let's see if we can get you back in. Okay. Okay. That it's weird that it's doing that. Like I wonder what that. Um, one thing I can think of real quick, Shep, is uh, does Marshall have headphones on? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Marshall, can do you have headphones? Um, I have headphones, but I'm still getting... Guys, I don't have this audio problem here. It's choppy. It's like it's on the server. Hmm. Oh, no. I don't know. Do you think it's... turning? I'm turning my audio down... My playback is this that's helping a little bit but i'm still it's enough i can work with it now okay i wonder what it may i wonder if the like the mic was too hot or something that's weird maybe skype was auto canceling um it adjusts the volume if it if if things you know it was it might have been cutting itself the auto cancel Ah. and you like i set that to off on my skype because we were talking about that the other day because it'll start adjusting your volume for you. Maybe that's what it was. Um, you can check that though, like in your settings somehow. Um, that sounds better though. That's good. Excellent. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, just the whole world stage is just, uh, you know, with especially like with the rhetoric that's coming out with the monkeypox and all that. Um, is just bizarre did did, uh aaron did you want to get into anything they had the the gun permit process in new york um i know uh they they want to include a social media check you know what do you guys think about that because i think even uh marshall and i were talking about this earlier because marshall you probably want to chime in on this too because um they you know everyone's getting their social media dug through uh, by companies by and now they're talking about like look if you want a gun permit in new york you know they uh people applying for a handgun they need to turn over a whole list of all of their social media accounts <laughs> this is crazy yeah there uh, chef there's a lot of and i see that we have the old guard thrashing about and they're throwing everything at it they're throwing the kitchen sink at it trying to get control and that's what's happening and i will tell you uh, something that for me is was a very serious concern is that uh, the government now is getting set up to remember what they did to the canadian truck drivers Mm -hmm. and they went in froze accounts and all that Oh, yeah, they had that all planned uh, you know, out. I accept payments uh, through MasterCard, Visa, American Express, through a merchant bank, and I also do PayPal. And I've been doing, as as a you know credit card merchant, I've been doing it for, gosh, you know, uh, 15 years or more, all right? And I never had a problem. Always smooth and mm-hmm. slick. Yeah, uh, been with this one company now. I'm with for ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. It was. It's, it's just been. There's never been a problem, except I get a letter from them that says, according to a new government requirement, certain industries are being required to provide additional reporting, and the certain industries are nonprofits and churches. Huh. Yeah. Right. We are. Right. And what they wanted to know specifically, the forms were written specifically uh, regarding nonprofits and churches. I've been told by like uh, these forms were set up. I've been told uh, recently by uh, religious outfits, the uh, 401 people that have 401c3s that they got their uh, PayPal's and stuff shut down like they're coming after them. You know what They're I'm saying? coming after them. They're starting to do it. And what they did was they came. They said, we want to know where you physically live. We want to know where you keep your books, who you get your money from, and who you give it to. 
Oh yeah, they want to know everything. Biden wants to get they in want to your, know uh, how to. They want to know how to build a quick case against you and arrest you. Biden wants to build back crap. Biden wants All to right? build and, back bigger. <laughs> so the financial system is. Uh, they're grinding at us. You and I have had, you know, last year, big tech just lambasted you and me, really set us back, okay? And, hey, we're still here. Who to thunk it, right? Um, but, you know, it, it's where we go from here. And I take, what I want to tell your audience is that, one, now, I track this full-time, all the time, especially COVID. And the tide has turned, all right? Uh, to me, reversing Roe was a satanic blood debt that was lifted. The states will figure it out, and that's it. Women are not going to be denied abortions. They may have to travel, but everybody wants to pay for the travel. So no harm, no foul, state rights are done and we won't have any more of these horrifically acrimonious idiocies in, you know, when we're confirming judges, all right? Mm -hmm. And all this litmus test stuff. And so I'm glad to see that. But there's other reasons why the tide is turning. And what I want to do is I want to tell you two things that really shaped my thinking right now. Now, the first was back in 2007, 2008, and we were doing uh, research at the time with uh, psychics and channeling, and we were using them to connect with um, different entities, incarnated, unincarnated, and ETs. And we were fortunate. We had several different psychics that volunteered. Nobody knew each other. Everything was a blind study. Uh, When we conducted the sessions, I was the interviewer, but I had two people off mic who were in the chat room, like you have right now in your show. One was a scientist, and the other was an editor feeding cross-sex questions, such as an attorney would use in cross-examination. Right. And... uh, We found uh, that in incarnated, unincarnated, and uh, extraterrestrial were easily identifiable and all had a different emphasis, all right? But specifically on the ETs, what was interesting is I don't care where they came from, who we connected with them, it was always the same message. And that was, you are at your breakout point. And you are either going to evolve and have an amazing future, or you are going to be slaves for the remainder of your lives and for countless generations to come. And you will not be given your freedom until your planet is so exhausted of resources, they just walk away to leave you to die with it. Okay? That was always the message. Right. Well, and. Finally, one time, and it was one of the last sessions, I asked this ET, I said, you know, you're on the other side of the galaxy. I really appreciate the conversation, but I got to ask, what's in it for you? Why are you talking to somebody you'll never see on the other side of the galaxy? What on (laughs) earth have we got that's of interest to you? The answer that came back stunned me. He said, Marshall, Earth has two billion native souls. The other five billion are everyone else's ancestors who have incarnated to help you with your breakout. So you have our ancestors. That's why we're interested. And that really floored me. And it was like, okay, so our population is jacked up to now close to eight billion, whatever. It's hard. Killing two billion people is one thing. Killing 8 billion people is another. It's overwhelming. And so Mm -hmm. what we have is, why is it? And so I'm looking at this and what's happening on our planet right now Mm -hmm. has already been foreseen eons and eons ago. 
And heaven's already, we have as many people as we have now so that we can defeat the satanic evil once and for all. I'm not talking about win a little bit, lose a bit. It is, we crush them. Okay? Right. When yeah, that, the Nazis that's what I'm saying. Russia, one of their officers wrote back about the Russians. He said, we're like elephants. With every footfall, we kill thousands of them because they're like ants. The problem is there's so many ants, they'll eventually swarm us and eat us alive. All right? That is, so what you have to have is persistence. Okay? You have to have persistence. Then I had with one of these psychics, and I was really depressed when I, I finally figured out Agenda 21, which was starting in about 2005. That's when I started pulling the pieces together, and I was late to the party. But I was really disturbed because I could mm -hmm. see what they were doing. Right. And she, I talked to this one. She was my best psychic, and I said, hey, throw me a bone. Anybody got an idea here? And she said, well, let me see who comes in. She was very talented, extremely talented. And in came Serapis Bay, who was, in times ancient, uh, a uh, Egyptian priest. Mm -hmm. And his whole thing is this topic. And next thing I know, Serapis Bay is speaking to her through, uh, speaking to me through her voice. And what Serapis Bay said was, Marshall, the story of humanity is a book of many pages, and you are far, far, far from even finishing it. Oh, yeah. And this book, like all books, has many chapters. And all chapters, like many books, eventually end. Mm. And what is happening is you are now coming to the end of this chapter, and the elites know it. And they know that the next chapter can only be theirs if they bluff you into surrendering your future. All right. All right. But my, the future is yours. And they, he said, what you must do to claim your future is to reach for it and keep reaching for it. That was it. That's all we have to do to win. Reach, reach, reach. In other words... We never stop. We're the people who keep on a coming. We will grind them down by sheer volume of numbers. Oh, yeah. Now, how is that going to, how's that going to work out? Well, have you, you guys have all, I'm sure you reported on the Guardians of, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, um, oh, the I Guardians know. Of the Looking Glass disclosure videos. Yeah, I remember that. I have a couple of videos on my site. Now, in one of their videos, uh, and this was uh, the 2030 singularity, two timelines, one outcome. So I believe this was their second one. They talked about what does the uh, negative timeline look like? What does the positive timeline look like? Now, this group has been hijacked. I will tell you whoever is running, Guardians of the Looking Glass now, I believe, frankly, that they're the same people who hijacked it from the original group, and they're trying to convert it into a honeypot to collect uh, people's information. So be careful with this. Oh, so, yeah. I think they're going to do that with Truth. I think they might do that with Truth Social, but I don't know. We got open lines too, Marshall, 205-843-7437, and Mike's been in queue. He got in there early. Because uh, I mentioned it, Mike, you want to talk about the state of the nation with Marshall Masters? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I kind of want to narrow it down. Are we, um, we can talk to speakers, so we're having issues. I can't hear you that good. You're kind of cutting out. I'm cutting out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened with this phone. Okay, go ahead. Continue, Marshall. Now, I read something, and I'm going to tell you guys, not now, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a, a, a spoiler. 
is that what I've been saying with these guardian groups is yeah I they have tells I know who is who I know who's writing this stuff and I'm not going to divulge those tells because I want to see how these yutzes play out in July all right and right. then in August I'll do that video but what I want to say about the original one and this was an authentic this is authentic I trust this information and they were explaining how we can get on a positive timeline. How are we going to defeat this global criminal cabal? How do we defeat them? And I, I want to read this to you because yeah. it just reaches right out to my heart. Yeah, go and ahead. And here's what they said. In the positive timeline, humanity as whole did not fight the system. They simply stopped participating in it entirely. Each individual began to make a decision to reject negative habits and the negative system in place and instead began to make more positive choices in their lives. The new timeline also showed a singularity occurred in the year 2030 during a cosmic event also foreseen in the negative timeline except this cosmic event had a very positive outcome because the power structure in place was not able to engage in its destructive activities which would lead to the cosmic event causing extreme destruction of human beings all right right now during the flyby what they're talking about this is the pull shift 2030 pull shift okay, okay. that's what they're talking about now, and what I'm telling you is what I've always known from the get-go, is that, especially since I figured out Agenda 21, if we don't defeat it now, we're going to have a 90% loss of life. But if we defeat it, it's maybe a 30% loss of life. What's your pleasure? What do you want for odds? Okay? Well, I what do know, you want for odds? Yeah, I know. And so... I know people got to get up and do some. <laughs> or the, that's right. Yeah, so let's take this whole message together. And what does it really mean? We keep pushing back. We keep saying, hell no, hell no, hell no. And we quit beating their corrupt system. If you're on Netflix, shame on you. <laughs> get up. Okay, take them down. Are you going to take your kids to pedo world? Shame on you. Yeah, stop supporting all these uh, things, you know, uh, all these corporations, and ultimately they're owned by those two Blackstone and uh, um, Vanguard, Vanguard and BlackRock. Right. But if people stop using, you can buy local. You do whatever. In other words, what I loved about what they said was it was just so beautiful. I want to read it again. In the positive timeline, humanity as whole did not fight the system. They simply stopped participating in it entirely. So hmm. that's what we do. One, we don't stop fighting. Okay, it is a war of attrition. We got the numbers. They can't win. Okay, number two, we got to understand heaven's on our side. All right, and number three is it's about each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. It's not somebody else's job. Well, I'm going to sit on my ass and let someone else be the hero. No. Ellie, you can only be one of three things in this situation, guys. You can be a part of the problem, a part of the solution, or a victim. Right. What's your pleasure? Uh, now, I, I choose be, to be. I want to be part of the solution. Of the solution. So do you. Yeah, you know that's the thing that uh, they've they've got it to where a lot of people don't want to take action anymore, Marshall. Um, just in general, the curriculum that they're teaching all the way through, 
you know, the elementary, the middle school, and then into the high school, even into the college level now is it's so tainted and it's so backwards and it's so it's it's created to cause so much um extra busy work that uh, no one can focus on real tasks and so through this they've essentially stupefied humanity to the point of where you know people are always just uh, in this constant wheel that just keeps spinning like a hamster wheel and they just keep running and they're getting nowhere and they can't even branch outside in, of their own thoughts and comprehend what's going on in the world or take in everything. And that's, uh, you know, obviously the best position for the new world order to keep everyone in, uh, because, you know, if they keep you in fear, if they, uh, if they keep you in uh, distress, then of course they can, uh, they can easily affect your health, your immune system. You could be controlled, targeted, um, you know, uh, it's, it, these people are diabolic. They got people like Henry Kissinger with his national security memorandum 200. And he came out and he laid out all these population, um, statistics back in the day and how the world would be and how it'd be overpopulated. And then, then, you know, they started plotting and planning from there. And uh, apparently humans are the enemy. They're trying to create an, an androgynous, um, race of worker bees that uh, won't think or act for themselves. You know, no one has balls anymore. Everyone's been castrated proverbially. Um, no one's going to act out. No one's going to speak up. You know, essentially they, they want a, a drone like civilization, Marshall. Okay. Yeah. I want to do if with your permission, a very brief, Post poll. I want to ask Aaron, yes or no? Are you stupefied, Aaron? I feel like I'm uh, the most awake I've ever been. I'm, I'm a little discouraged at times, but I, I definitely feel more motivated and, and angered to, and then more empowered to do to do a better job at trying to fix the bull the bull crap that's going on in this world. That's a definite no. You are not stupefied. Ruby, keep going. Yeah. Bethany, I, are you stupefied? Yes or no? I would like to say no. Let's get okay. stupefied. And finally, oh, wow. Shep, are you stupefied? Oh, wow. Shep, I'm putting you on the spot. Are you stupefied? Uh, no. Okay, so we're four for O here. Because I'm surely not stupefied. What's the point I'm making? Look, guys, there's always critical thinkers in every population. The Nazis knew 20% of the population would be critical thinkers. They would immediately see through their happy bullshit and uh, yeah. call it out for what it was. But controlling them was easy. All you had to do was get a wolf normie in the family to all of a sudden join the Hitler Youth, and then anybody who speaks contrary to the narrative wound up having tea with the Gestapo without sugar, okay? Now, <clears throat> we're talking to people who are awake. Yeah, there's a lot of them that are stupefied. I really love that you use the term because if you go to my website, YOWUSA.com. If you look at my homepage, you will see a link to an article is, and the title is, Is the Plan About Waiting for the Stupid to Die? Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I call them, I don't call them stupid. That's what the elites call them, and they call them much worse. They call them trash useless eaters, and whatever. Right. But the point here is a billion people have been jabbed. All right? And, uh, or more, was it maybe two billion people have been jabbed. And that whole thing fell short of getting everyone, although they're going to get a lot of folks with what's called transfection. Mm -hmm. Because they're finding that the uh, the nanoparticles, self-assembling nanoparticles, 
and the spike proteins pass through fluids. So if your spouse is vaccinated, you're not. Every kiss is a kiss of death now. And that is a really sad thing. It's causing bifurcation, all right? But we are going to see in the coming, between now and the next, and in, within this five-year period, it is going to be a horrific dieback. Mm -hmm. There's not going to, it will be the rare family that does not have a death of a loved one. I'm, I want to repeat that. In the coming years, it'll be the rare family that has no death of a loved one due to all of these horrible things that are coming as a result of the jab. Well, I think so. We're going to go to Liz in Ireland. Uh, Liz in Ireland, you're on with Marshall Masters. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Hey. Happy Friday. Hey. Hey, Liz. I just... Hey, I just, I'm going to um, just ask a question and kind of get offline because the call will be expensive for me. But um, so you're talking about all this stuff and like CERN is opening up on the 5th of this month. And I was just wondering, like, how does that factor into it? Because we have no power over that. We can't do anything about that portal opening. So I was just wondering, like, what, what would your advice be? on that day like what should we do for CERN? god there's nothing yeah. we can do i mean there's really nothing we can do and you know that's interesting because the uh guardians of the looking glass when they came out in their first three videos they were really strong and they're going we have this in hand then they got hijacked by the imposters and the imposters have been pushing the CERN angle, saying, oh, they're going to do all of this and they're going to do all that. They're going to do all the other thing. But the fact is that the time we are in the time, the funnel of time, and it is so dense, it's really difficult for them to do anything that's going to change it. But again, I'm going back to Serapis Bay got to reach we got to reach for it folks reach Look, for it reach for it <laughs> yeah they want you to give up hope they want you to stop fighting they want you to surrender your life tell them to go tell them to go pound sand eat vacuum well, a lot of people have given up hope uh too i've noticed that uh we're gonna go to robert in florida what's up robert yeah hey i'm enjoying the broadcast and um uh, just wondering, you know, you got guys like Andrew Bishago who claim to be able to time travel. They got Stuart Swella from the Montauk Project and other people like them. Why can't we just time travel this bitch and get on with it? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Robert. Hey, I wish. I like his attitude. You know? <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you something, people. Everybody thinks, we always talk about time travel in a future sense. When we have time travel, we'll do this. When we have time travel, we'll do that. Bullshit! We've always been time travelers ever since there was somebody in the cave that could read chicken entrails. Okay? <laughs> we always wanted to know the future. And so... Instead of, you know, in those days it was chicken entrails. Today it's a Ouija board or a turkey neck. Ball, what about the turkey neck? Remember that whatever turkey neck, Bethany? Speech, whatever we're doing, we're always time traveling to see the future. We're always doing it. The question is, is are we doing it virtually or physically? Virtually, we're, we've always been doing it. Physically, that's got to come later. But. Physical time travel is a bloody waste of resources. Virtually, you can achieve all your goals without all the expense of having to drag a physical body and protect it. All right? And so you want to know who really does time travel to a T? Go look at, you know, like Ed Dames. All right? What and, uh, what's he uh, said? Start doing what he's doing. 
What what's he saying? All right, remote viewing. Oh yeah, right. That's what remote viewing is. Yeah. You're remote viewing the future. I remote look, I have since twenty fifteen been working on my win win survival project. Wrote books. I'm here in Maine because I want to start a community. Mm-hmm. All of this started in 2015 when I went to uh, a class that Ed Davis was giving on remote viewing. Found that I have very good talent for it. And in the last exercise on the second day, I remote viewed where I will be during what he calls the kill shot. Oh, wow. That sounds crazy. That was Tell us when about- I saw myself in a win-win survival community, and I had saved a lot of people, and they were really grateful, and outside the world was in a world of hurt, okay? And so that was such a crystal vision of the future for me. Right. That I completely, I spent the next five years crisscrossing the country looking for places, yeah, all I remember right. you telling me that because you you so were like scouting for the best what place. What I would say to your caller is, "Hey, man, Groovy, go learn how to do something like remote viewing. Start being a time traveler. You betcha." I talked to a remote viewer once. Aaron Cole was with me um, when we talked to Rand, and I just it, thought about that. Yeah, he dude. this a Marshall, this dude. I thought like I thought. I thought like this is fucking crazy, but he showed us this shit. Um, he remote viewed where he, he that he was gonna hike up on a mountain or something. I think is how the story went, and he went and hiked up on this mountain because he remote viewed that he was gonna find an asteroid if he dug at a very specific spot, and he found the spot and dug, and he found a fucking asteroid, and it's like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar asteroid. <laughs> And then he also, he said he was sitting in his chair and he was talking about viewing us walking up the stairs to go to his apartment to interview him. And uh, how did, do you remember how that went, Shep? He's like, I saw y'all walking up the stairs and uh, felt it happening. And then we're like, what happened after that? He's uh, like, y'all were there or something like that. Yeah. Do you remember how that went? Yeah. That, it, it was, was just, so fucking yeah, trippy. He's like real tapped in. So like I, I, after like talking to him, I believe in remote viewing just by talking with him. The look on his face was so serious, too. Like, it wasn't a joke at all. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. And, you know, what I'm going to do is in August, I'm going to report on Guardians again. And I'm in August, I'm looking forward to, I'm going to reveal the tells so that you can actually spot someone who's an actual time traveler. Oh really? There's like it's like you can you can you can really just know. I know what you're saying because like I can tell certain uh, groups of people and stuff by like by uh, you know their whole demeanor or what they wear, their look. So you can actually spot a time. That's crazy. That 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 makes sense though. I can spot a jumper. I can spot someone. I call them jumpers. There's um, you know a lot of time travels. The problem with a lot of time travel is it's just one event. You know, you want people who are actually what I would say, they're traveling to see an outcome. And then there are people who are actually in the continuum. That's what, you know, that's what it's all about. I'm not going to say anything more than that, other than I will reveal the tells. And it'll, (laughs) I think folks will find it very interesting and empowering. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That does sound interesting. You know, uh, <clears throat> often uh, in the world is a lot stranger place than people realize. Um, Marshall, what do you think, uh, you know, what do you think is uh, coming down the pipe just for like, say the month of uh, July? And because like I noticed with the Roe versus Wade there, you know, you can see this ramp up in the media, the, the rhetoric with the um, wedge issue. Because it's like it causes a great divide. It's a perfect issue uh, for them to to split things up a little bit. Um, do you think that this will intensify like through the summer? Do you, I mean, do you think they're going to go um, all out like Antifa, BLM, like riot type? Uh, you know, any of that's going to happen? Or what do you think the plan is right now or just slowly put us into a bankrupt out um, 
you know, uh, environment in the U.S. and just tap everyone out and keep them under distress? Like, what are you kind of seeing for the whole month of July? I see in um, in July and August, we're still going to have a lot of headlines. Mm-hmm. September is when I expect things to go sideways. All right. oh. It's really going to start getting bad in September. What I want to tell your listeners about July and August is, folks, use this time to start stockpiling for the winter. My personal goal right now is I'm stockpiling with my organic food. But another thing you're doing, and it's like, you know, kits are expensive. You can do this yourself, Mm -hmm. all right? Uh, But the most important thing is you always want to get organic, natural products in your staples. Um, I'm going to, one of the things I want to do is, uh, you know, we're out in the country, and in, in the summer, it's fun to just get lost on these little back roads, and there's these farms, and they put out farm stands. And oh yeah! You get fantastic deals, and right. so I want to go get apples and blueberries. That's Maine, okay? And then I'm going to dehydrate them. So hey, I that's smart. You know, so I have apple chips and and dried blueberries. All right, for the winter, and other stuff, jerking meat. I'm doing it myself. I don't want to buy it. I bought a dehydrator and a vacuum sealer on your dehydrator. Get 250 watts on that, by the way. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get a home, and you can also dehydrate in your oven. But this is the time, folks. Start going. I know it's expensive. I know. And it's like, it's like if I had started buying my stuff a year ago, it'd be half as much. Okay. Uh, Man, right. So what? I'm going to sit on my ass and say I'd rather starve? No. Okay, I'm stockpiling. You got to pay, but you find ways to do it inexpensively. You're shopping the real big bargains, closeouts, stuff like that. Food you would normally use. That's the big problem. People buy all this survival stuff, stick it in the garage. If they lived, tried to live on it for two weeks, they'd probably come close to having a near-death experience. <laughs> Because processed food will rot your immune system. Yeah, well. Hey, you could have a $2,000 AR-15, but when you got the trots, it's really hard to get a bead with the scope, okay? (laughs) And so you have to be practical. So what I'm telling everybody is, all right, get frosty, people. First off, stop talking about them and what they're doing. They're desperate. And they're going to do everything on the kitchen sink. And it's like, oh, my God, are we going to catch up with it? It's the next piece of filth. And, yeah, you got to know what it is. But the more often you talk about them and what they're doing and their power, you're feeding them. The more often you go to the store and buy their products, you're feeding them. Okay? You got a rabid dog and everybody's buying it, you know, buying it dog food. Come on. Let the, you know, mm-hmm. stop, stop supporting these people. Each one of you. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Because in the final analysis, the universe has only one rule of survival when it comes to sentient species. All right. And that rule of the universe for sentient species is, if you're stupid, you deserve to die. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay? And that's the reason why the leading cause of death in the coming tribulation is going to be self-selection. Hmm. Interesting. Right? So... You have to make it. But this is going to be a time, other things, in the fall, we're going to, we're going to, families are going to be shattered, political systems are going to be shattered. The one thing they're going to do desperately is to prevent the election from occurring in November. Because <laughs> they know that's it. It'll be game over. They're going to be swept out of power. And then is going to come real. And in this, you know, 
unselect committee crap is going to end, and there's going to be real committees, and they're going to be wanting to take a big white bed out, a big wet bite out of these people. Okay, and so they know that they don't want to do it. We don't want to play into that. We don't want to play into that, but we will. If there's only one thing you do, is just stop feeding them. Okay, if you're shopping at Walmart, look at what you're buying at Walmart and start saying, "What can I buy elsewhere?" You know, going cold turkey. I'm not saying gold turkey. I'm saying go less and start buying locally. I've been doing that, and actually, I'm finding better prices locally than I am at Walmart on a lot of things. Walmart's not sets the bargain anymore, but people have a habit. So you break the habit and you start walking away from these companies that are woke and part of this evil cabal that wants to literally bring humanity. I mean, they want us to become automatons. All right. But we're a bifurcated species. We have contaminated and uncontaminated. So this whole thing about the end of life as we know it being something we say in a future tense, no! Life as we know it has ended. It's over because we're now a bifurcated species. One part of us are authentic as God created us, and the others have yet to learn the full scope of the horrors they have invited. And it's sad. It's sad. And I weep for these people who are going to be suffering and suffering now. You know, young people dropping dead left and right, miscarriages, they can't procreate, all of these things. And people were in this stage where they're starting to see all the death and dying, but they're not, they're, they're in denial. They don't want to connect the dots. Because if they connect the dots, they go all the way, they circle all the way back to one immutable fact that they participated in their own murders. Nobody wants to admit that. But that's what's happening. And it's going to happen much, much more. Okay? So this is not about trying to save everybody. And if you took the jab, you by God need to start looking to see what can you do to get this stuff out of your system. I do believe that at the very least, there will be something that will stop the harm. That'll deactivate it and turn it all off. I don't think it'll correct all the damage to everyone's bodies. All of the clots, all of the... You know, I mean, the scar tissue and everything, I don't know that they can do that. But I do believe that eventually they're going to stop it from being transfection. All right. And to be frank, I think the country that's going to lead on that is Israel. Because those stupid idiots went all the way with the program. Everybody got four jabs. Right, right off the bat, okay. too. Pharma has done something that... Muslim Brotherhood has always dreamed of. They're going to kill more Jews than Hitler. Okay? So Israel is seeing this. They're finally, duh, we got to wake up. We got a captured government, just like in America. They got a, they're captured, we're captured. But the innovation comes from paid places like Tel Aviv. And so that's where all I should be turning right now, because they need to do it, not because they want to make money. They need to do it, or they're going to cease to exist as a nation state. Right. And I'm a Jew. Okay? Well, and so, I'm telling you, that is a real serious problem. More Jews could die from this than Hitler ever wished to kill. I'm surprised they didn't see it coming when they, when they uh, told them they all had to get the jab, because they right away started making them get more and more um, it just seemed like a setup to me, but um, they were captured. their government was captured just like our government. 
But, you know, a lot of people were duped by those, you know. Well, Marshall Masters is our guest. Marshall, plug anything on the way out. We're out of time. Hey, guys, come to YOWUSA.com and take a look at read that article about waiting for the stupid to die because that's going to help frame it for you. But if we're going to win... You guys got to get your game face on. Each and every one of you. You become a majority of one. You stop feeding this satanic beast. And you push back every day, every way. Hell no, hell no, and hell no. That's it. Have a good day, everyone. Marshall Masters is our guest. guest, Y-O-W-U-S-A. Check it out. See you later. Have a great weekend, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.